0: Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast, where every week, Danny and Mauda Vega discuss topics that help families live a healthy and active lifestyle with their little ones, including nutrition and training, peaceful parenting, education, and mindset. To stay up to date, make sure to hit subscribe on this podcast and check out the blog at www.fatfuelfamily. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at danivega.ms, at Fat Fuel Mom, and at Fat Fuel Kids and Fat Fuel Family on YouTube. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast. I'm your host Danny Vega, and I'm joined by my lovely wife Mauda. How the heck are you?
0: I'm doing good. How are you though?
1: Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Danny's had a day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking all about CBD and and cannabinoids. And right now, I can use a whole bunch of.
0: Yeah, he probably. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, actually, actually, here you go. There's a vape right right here. I'm (laughs) I'm getting the vape right now. I I
0: was like, I'll just put this right.
1: Thank you very very much for that. My life. It's
0: been like one of those mornings where like every single thing has gone wrong. Yeah, it's
1: so, but it's all good. It's all good. And (laughs) this week, we have two special guests. The first guest uh, we haven't had on. So I'll introduce him. It's Brendan Rue. He's the founder of Santa Cruz Medicinals. While attending UC Santa Cruz, he was assigned a project to research CBD and summarize the medical literature on CBD. After reading countless PubMed, he realized that CBD is amazing when used in proper dosages, which most brands simply do not offer. He began sending samples of other CBD brands to cannabinoid testing labs in California and realized that the overall milligram content on most products was far too low. Furthermore, the price of the few products that did have sufficient milligram plainly high. With that info in hand, he started Santa Cruz Medicinals to offer potent lab-tested CBD products to consumers, cutting out the middleman and going direct to consumers to offer the best prices in the industry. Brendan realized that there was no need to add sugar and other harmful compounds to the CBD products, so their line of products is keto, gluten-free, sugar-free, and always lab-tested. Healthy fats mixed with potent doses of cannabinoids.
0: Love it. And our second guest, you have heard him on our show before, we have Chef Brandon Allen here again, and I will, go ahead and introduce him again just in case for those who haven't heard his episode and we'll make sure to link that so you can go back and check that out uh, Brandon Allen is a professionally trained chef and the first ever high times top cannabis chef specializing in paleo ketogenic cuisine as a certified interpreter and I love that which is just described as the sommelier of cannabis he is able to determine cannabis flower quality and effects based on visual and aromatic inspection fascinated by the endocannabinoid system Brandon continues to research science and history of cannabis in order to educate the masses on the amazing medicinal properties of cannabis and chemicals. After experiencing a monumental lifestyle transformation and being reintroduced to cannabis as a medicine, he discovered the amazing parallels of cannabinoid supplementation and nutritional ketosis and has determined a theory he feels will help change the lives of countless people. We are so excited to get into this collaboration. So please welcome to the show, Brendan and Brandon.
2: Hey. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me back.
0: Yes, we're so <laughs> glad to have you guys on. Um, so we always lead off with the question, what is the most critical problem you're currently trying to solve? So Whoever wants to take that one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's all you, it's all all you, you Brendan. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much uh, when we started this company, I was working in a lab in the cannabis industry in California, and we would be researching different cannabinoids, THC, CBD, and mainly THC uh, to put into vape pens. So I got really familiar with the actual cannabis industry in California. And then I was attending UC Santa Cruz at the same time. I got to kind of make a research project, so I chose CBD. Um, and I had to summarize all these studies on CBD, as you said. And I quickly realized that the dosages needed for CBD, I looked at the research, and as Chef Brandon will discuss, I mean, 5 to 25 milligrams per kilogram of body weight is what is pretty much there as the human dose needed of oral CBD. So from there, I got some CBD isolate and some broad-spectrum CBD and me and my buddy Joe who works in the lab over there we started to dose ourselves with those therapeutic dosages, and um, I, I'm, I'm an athlete. I train, I work out a lot. I always have little nagging injuries. I'm always trying to kind of biohack my way to better health, and I was just amazed at what these, you know, 400 milligram a day dosages were doing, 300 milligrams a day, those kind of ranges. Yeah. And what, what we did is we kind of looked at other CBD brands out there, and it was just, I mean, its a joke. It's a complete joke, honestly. Um, a lot of them are, are selling bottles of, you know, 500. Little milligrams for like ninety, hundred bucks. So we started to do some research and we're what's going on here. We we kind of know the price of, of CBD, being that we work in a cannabis research lab at the time, and we just started kind of sketching out a business model. Like, wait, can we provide a ten thousand milligram bottle? And it turns out you can. You just have to not be that greedy uh, of a company. And so yeah, that's that's pretty much how we started Santa Cruz Medicinal. So the problem we were trying to solve is to get people potent doses of cannabinoids in an absorbable form without Sugar and, and bullshit. I don't. I, I don't yeah. see people around me wanting it. Um, and yeah, that that's the issue that we've pretty much solved right now. And and thousands and thousands of people have used our potent doses of CBD and, and they love them. So yeah, we're proud of that.
0: That is awesome, and it's so true what you say. I have family and friends sending me, you know, hey Maura, what do you think about this CBD? I saw it on Amazon. My my friend sent me.
2: <laughs> oh no, Amazon oh, CBD. Oh
0: my gosh. Or like Bed Bath <laughs> and Beyond. Have you heard yeah. about the Bed Bath and Beyond one? I'm like, oh no, no, no.
2: Yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm Medbath
0: bath and beyond is going out of risk, so don't what
2: about, about the gas station cbd Oh, oh yeah, wow. that yeah. they're everywhere that shit's the best for sure <laughs> it's so <laughs> so potent <for> if <laughs> sure. i can get a 99 cent hot dog fill my tank and get some cannabis up in here <laughs> all in one stop guys Ugh, sign me up yep. yeah yeah it, i
0: know it's, but it's always like it's never highly dosed and it's it's so expensive and i'll i'm just like i can't believe you guys spent a hundred dollars mom tell your friend to not Spend a hundred dollars on that. It's just a lack <laughs> of. It.
2: Yeah, well, here's here's what's nuts about the Amazon CBD is that it says that it is hemp oil. It wow. doesn't say that it's CBD oil. Smart. So basically, you're getting hemp oil. I'm pretty sure it's coming from the seeds. It's not even coming from Oof. the flower or the trichome. So I'm sure it's like a, like a good. Visit. It's like a
1: good lotion, right? Maybe for my elbows, for my ashy elbows. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah if you want to make a freaking salad dressing or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so everyone who's listening right now, hit pause. Well, first listen to your instructions and hit pause. So just go to amazon.com and type in CBD oil. And then what you want to do is hover over the back label of all the products. It will never tell you how many milligrams of cannabidiol are in product. It just says there's X amount of milliliters of hemp oil. Or wow, hemp extra. Wow. There's hustle. nothing. Oh yeah, it they are hustle. hustling like crazy. They're I mean, it's it. like you might as well go to Whole Foods and buy some Manitoba uh Harvest uh, uh, hemp oil and in right. the refrigerated section in the you know their like whole whole body area, yep. and yep. that's what you're getting. But you're spending like forty or fifty or a hundred dollars on something, Ugh. and it, all it is is glorified body lotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, these
0: people—they're yeah. just
1: you know <laughs> using people. That's crazy, man. And um there was another thing. Obviously, the first thing that that stood out to me was like looking at these Santa Cruz bottles, like there was nothing like it. You know, like the, the, the first one that we got was I think 5,000. And even that was was way more than than the typical <laughs> bottle. Um, And then the other thing I wanted to just confirm, you said, Brendan, 5 to 25 um grams per kilogram. So that would mean- Mill-
2: me- Milligrams per kilogram.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. milligrams. Okay, okay. So okay. 500 yeah. to 25, 500 milligrams to 2.5 grams a day for someone like me who's 100 kilos. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Got it, okay. I'll Perfect.
0: Okay, cool. I'm glad you did that math so you could tell me later. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I want to know all about this partnership. Yeah. How did it come about? I, I want to know, you know, how'd you guys meet? How did this all get started?
2: Yeah. So well, ho- hold on, time out. Cause I got to okay. ask your question. Do you answer? You ask everyone. I gotta, oh yeah, yeah. you, you got to answer Brand- again. Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, disrupt the, the universe here. So no, you, yeah. have, to, you yeah. have to balance <laughs> everything out. But, but listen, it's, it's really simple. And we're, I'm going to be explaining a lot of this throughout the, the podcast. But the 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 greatest thing, the greatest challenge that I'm trying to overcome, and I'm trying to change in the world of cannabis, and a little side note of of food and health and wellness, nutrition and things like that. But really, it just comes down to misinformation. Yeah, that is what I'm. That's my greatest challenge: is to to be able to provide people with not just information, but proper, resourced, reference information uh, to combat misinformation. With you know the facts, and facts yeah. don't care what your feelings are. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they trump. So so that is like the, the biggest thing. Um, and, and that kind of actually uh, directly connects to what you were just uh, getting to, which is this collaboration and how Brendan and I met. And it, that even from there, it all stems from us together trying to combat misinformation. Love
3: it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, pretty much how we how we came across each other is I had some of my customers tagging and sending me his posts and his posts are like speaking the truth to me. They were just shitting on other CBD companies. <laughs> I love it. It was just like, oh, great, a 15 milligram CBD sparkling water. Like, guess what? It doesn't do anything. And he had obviously the same medical literature that I have, which other CBD companies just seem to miss. And he was discussing a lot of the same research studies that we have on our website and that I've read that the dose has to be high. And um, I, I sent him a DM, I think like, hey, we have a 20,000 milligram bottle. And it's. La- and then he's like, all right, wh- where are the labs? You know, being the skeptic that he is, which is good. <laughs> I'm like, here are the labs. You know, we lab test the rest labs one of the best cannabinoid testing labs in the nation. And he's like, oh my God, but, but you know, it must be a thousand dollars. No, it's 250 bucks, the promo code, you know? Wow. I mean, that that's just what we're selling it for. And so he wanted to try a bottle. We got him a bottle. And from there, I mean, a, a little more talk between us, but that's how it started. I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't anything like we partnered really. It's just like, we're kind of the only brand out there providing potent doses of CBD for an affordable price. Right. And that's unreal, now, dude. Yeah, the
1: way
3: yeah. Exactly. We run our companies, but we're we're cutting out the middleman. Like you probably won't see us in a lot of stores. We do have some stores that that buy our products, but I'm trying to go direct to consumer, just like a lot of other brands out there. Yeah. I don't want to use a third party distributor that profits. I don't. I don't want to do that. I want to create potent CBD formulas that are healthy and get them into consumers' hands and run a lean company to provide that that amazing price. Amazing
2: yeah, yeah right. and what's what's Sorry. what's really funny is that i was i think i was out walking my dogs and i was with my girlfriend and i was talking to her about this company santa cruz medicinals that someone tagged me in as well and i think i re- i think i remember the guy uh he goes by like seattle zig and he, he always tags me in fun things uh, and i just one of my followers i've actually kind of developed a relationship with over the past couple of years and i was looking at santa cruz's profile i was looking at the products and i said to megan i was like i can I believe this company is out there. I said I think I'm actually going to reach out to them and see if maybe they want to like just just start the conversation of hey, you guys actually offer something that my followers are constantly asking me. Who do I recommend for CBD? And I say no one. I'm like unless you've got two three hundred dollars a day, right? I don't recommend anyone, or unless you're buying isolate in bulk and you're making your own. Like just save your money. Just you're 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 better off not even taking these low doses because it's just placebo at best. So I get back from the dog walk and I open up my phone to send Santa Cruz a message and I had a message request in my DM and it was him. <laughs> so, it, it, and, and I think one of my first messages back to you was, holy crap, I was just about to get in touch with you guys because I love what you're doing. And that was the, yes. you know, then we had some geek out some geek out moments talking about, you know, the research and science and everything that's out there. And, uh, you know, there's there's a huge difference uh, in the, the way the, the different studies are are published. You know, like there's, there's reviews of multiple studies where they talk about, oh, this research study found this. And this one over here found that. And this one says the CBD is great for depression. This one says it's great for pain. This one says it's great for cancer. And this one says great for neurological disorders. And over here, hell, it's, it's even good for, for your sex life. And it's like, oh, wow. So then what these CBD companies do is they go on their website before the FDA tightening things up and they're saying, CBD will do this for you. CBD uh-huh. will do that for you. And what they said was, well, if you take 10 milligrams of THC, you're, you're pretty high unless you have a really high tolerance, 10 milligrams for the most people. Most consumers will get them high, so they're like, "Well, ten milligrams of CBD must do the same type of medicinal effect, even though it doesn't get you high, because it comes from the same plant and it's the same molecule or wow. the same uh, same type of uh, uh, of molecule, even though they're totally different. They're totally, totally different. It's like saying just because you have um, you know identical twins that uh, they're both going to be the exact same person. They like the same thing. They do the same thing. They punch the, the the same way. It's just it's just not the case. Everything's different when you change the shape, change everything. It's totally." Totally, totally different. So um, that's where uh, I I think that the the misinformation of CBD dosing began because people read the reviews. They saw the benefits and then they connected the dots to THC. But one thing that that most of them, at this point, all of them, have failed to do or they've failed to acknowledge is actually reading the individual studies. Because when you read the individual studies and you see that they were using 10 to 20 milligrams per kilogram of body weight for Epidiolex, which is FDA approved, or they're using uh, 5 to 15 milligrams per kilogram of body weight for this anxiety study, or they're using 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams milligrams over here pain study and you actually see that from mice to human the the dose is not by the milligram it's by the milligram per kilogram of body weight so yes you're 100 kilograms you're at 500 upwards of 2500 milligrams a day for for it to be effective so that's where we uh we really started to geek out
1: (laughs) wow i'll I'll say one thing real quick because um i think this is really important because i can't tell you how many people have been like man i tried cbd it didn't do any anything for work. me you know so for all those people i need them to all give cbd another chance with an actual therapeutic dose it's like it's like taking you know uh, anti-inflammatory you know cut it cut it in like five pieces maybe or, or six right. pieces like and it. take that <laughs> yeah and see if you're gonna yeah. it's the same thing you gotta have adequate blood levels of anything to, to get that therapeutic effect yeah i mean Don't you know
3: would you, would you take five milligrams of turmeric it's like no your, your turmeric pill is 500 milligrams you might be of taking course. a gram of turmeric a day and, and what I see CBD as is, you know, it, it isn't a cure-all end-all, um, but for anybody looking to improve their health, anybody that's into biohacking, as I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, mm-hmm. um, I, I have an arsenal of supplements. You know, I take magnesium glycinate, I take turmeric, yes. I take astaxanthin. you know, I'm, I'm you like using food. food as medicine. It is an essential supplement. It, it does so much more than a lot of other supplements I'm taking. If I could kind of take, you know, two or three supplements to a, a deserted island with me, CBD and other cannabinoids would. Definitely be on that list. So it's it's essential, and, and it's just it's something that it's kind of a bummer when people are like, "Hey, CBD does not work for me." It's like right. you look at what they're taking. And you're like, yeah, I mean, you didn't take any. Taking yeah.
0: Any that, so, you know. Taken any yet? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right,
3: All right, right. So I'm I'm gonna um this
2: this is where I love the relationship that I have with Brendan because we're totally real with each other. Um, I totally disagree that cannabinoids are essential.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. okay. Okay. And I and I, right. I got to say yeah. this because I actually have a, an Instagram post about it where there was this uh, this woman that was on a, a video uh, podcast and the way she was talking about cannabis being it is essential to the body. It is essential. Like she made it seem like if you don't have it, you're screwed. Like you're just without it, you cannot be optimal or you can't even be healthy. And it really rubbed me the wrong way because she was really diving into more of like the THC side. She was hyper focused mm-hmm. on the fact that it is essential that you need it. And it's like, well, hold on, take take a step back if that were true then why are there so many people driving without
0: it? Right, yeah. right
2: but at the same time why are there so many people that aren't driving till they actually get it? right yep. so it's not essential in the sense that you you need it like essential amino acids for example uh, or you know water <laughs> you you need these things you need your macros um and, and in order to survive and to function properly but the, the thing is is the essential aspect my perspective where i can agree with with brendan and it, and the, the other woman was on the podcast is the fact that we are constantly being bombarded by things that make it very difficult to be optimal without supplementation yeah so we're constantly bombarded by we have stress stressors in our lives which are both you know personal uh, and as well as environmental you know our a lot of our food is fucking filthy our water is dirty you know there's germs everywhere people aren't out in the element doing the things that we used to do that also strengthened our immune system system as well like we're not out farming we're not out uh hunting our own food and and doing all these different things that just made us fucking badass and tough you know (laughs) so so it's like we're 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 a much more sedentary people and we're exposed i think to a lot more disease but i thought i also think that we're exposing ourselves to a lot more disease and so that's where i look at like you know biohacking and ketogenic diet and even just low carb in general carnivore paleo that these are ways that are you know it's not essential to eat that way but is it because without this arsenal of food and supplementation, um, you know, it, it's it's you you get bogged down. And I think that a lot of people are suffering from it. So devil's advocate that it's not essential, but at the same time, it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. You know,
1: no, that's true. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. I mean, I talk about this too, like, because I, I, I push a product now. I'm, I'm pushing it now for 100% because, you know, after months and months of trying it out, and and for me, it made a difference. Um, you know, super starch, which is not, it's never been ever naturally occurring in nature and it's a, but it, at the same time, it's a great product for me. And some people will say, well, I, I tried super starch and it didn't work for me or something. And to them, I'll say, well, if you're on a ketogenic diet and you tried super starch and, it, and you didn't feel a difference in your training, then you're not training hard enough. Number one. Um, and then number two, I also say that, you know, with super starch that I, I may, I may be taking something that's completely not natural, but I'm also doing something that's completely not natural. Like I'm going into a gym and yeah, lifting true, all these the weights and doing all these things. Yeah. So, all of we have to take i love what you said brandon because like we have to take into account our modern lifestyle of course we have to take into account like all the things that we've adapted and and all ways that our physiologies have adapted to you know our environments but at the same time we're we're also living in a very toxic and different world so totally agree
2: yeah Yeah, i mean just think think about like in two four five hundred years from now the the way the human kidney and liver are will perform compared to today right because of the amount of toxins and the the constant bombardment of things that they have to work harder to right. to filter uh, so to speak yeah. so like you know and, and I'm sure it's already happened from two to four hundred years ago there oh, there sure. has to be some type of difference in how our bodies function oh um, there are several as, as a whole as a whole society let alone the brain you know, that, that just goes to a whole other world so
0: oh yeah you're absolutely right about that Danny's actually are you done with that book finally deep nutrition almost, uh there's almost. a book that he was reading that talks about these things there's actual physiological changes well, like all these epigenetic changes, yeah epigenetic yeah. changes like we are changing the way our faces look we're changing the you know the structure of our bodies because of our lifestyle and our, our diets you know our, our bodies are going to adapt to what we do to it so yeah it's super interesting stuff You're, you guys are totally right when it comes to that um brendan i wanted to ask you too in regards to you know your company santa Cruz medicinals beyond potency what are what are the other things people should be looking for? And are there any other things that you guys do differently than other CBD companies out there that we should know about?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So just I just hold a high standard in terms of manufacturing. So little things like I don't use plastic manufacturing. Right. Either. And then I bottle the products in glass. Um, we have one product, our pain cream, that is bottled in BPA-free um, PET plastic. But besides that, every product is in glass. Um, the, the new product that we're releasing with Chef Brandon is bottled in UV Myron glass, which the jar alone is worth 15 to $20. Um, is that work. to
1: protect the the oil from discoloration?
3: Absolutely, <laughs> to, to protect from discoloration and then just, I don't want any BPA in, um, well, MCT oils are really good, like like solvent. I mean, it can, you you do not want to buy MCT oil that's in plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. we try yeah. not to any buy fat, any oils any fat, in
0: plastic. Any fat, yeah. Plastic, any for sure. fat. So,
3: when
1: I see that um, big
0: oil in plastic at Costco, I'm like, oh.
1: And the gosh. olive oil and they're all oxidized. Oh, it's and so these disgusting. People are just like, hey. <laughs> take some milk <laughs> anyway,
3: yeah. exactly. it's like come on so we bottle in glass uh, we don't use like plastic manufacturing tools um, so yeah we hold pretty high standards there but basically so it's been really interesting running this company and so for example releasing new flavors of tinctures right now we have a peppermint tincture which yeah, is I
1: love that one
3: and a little bit of peppermint oil actual peppermint um, and so when researching new flavors people are like oh yeah you, you can buy this flavoring and put it in and you like well, what is in this flavoring, and it it is not good. So, oh, man, our, our options are a little limited uh, in terms of new flavors. But that's because we want to hold that standard. Um, I use all my products, and I I am pretty strict with my diet and what I put into my body. Um, right. I'm really regimented, as I'm sure you guys are as well. Yes. So, I'm I'm not gonna put some weird flavoring in just to just because people want a certain flavor. Um, so, just really, we just hold the standard. Um, anything that I would not put in my body, I do not sell. We're not really doing this to make a lot of money. I'm I'm looking really really long term, and I think there's a community out there. A lot of the keto carnivore community is is a, you know taking a liking to us. I mean they're they're just a dialed in audience. Yeah. They know what they like, and it's just like hey CBD MCT oil, cannabinoids and coconut oil. They don't they don't need a CBD chewing gum. They don't need it to be delicious. It's like
1: yeah CBD ice cream, CBD like you know exactly. bubble gum. Yeah gummy. Yeah,
3: like, yeah you want to make a CBD ice cream? Make a make a keto ice cream and put in, you know, thousand milligrams of you know, MCT oil. Like, there you go. There you yeah. Go. And
1: then throw in some THC just for fun, you know.
3: Just- <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I started this, uh, I actually, my recommendation to a lot of people is to, you know, explore THC if it, if it works for you. Um, obviously, in California, we have the stores where you can just walk in. Yeah. But in those stores still, DVD is insanely expensive. So, I'm always telling people, look, if you have a legal state, I know Florida is uh, getting their act together over there.
1: Yeah.
0: It's
3: like, yeah, if THC works <clears throat> product that you like, and then supplement with a potent daily C B D dose and you'll probably feel really good. Yeah,
1: totally agree, man. Hey folks, before we get started, I want to let you know about our sponsor, Gainswave. You may have seen some of my recent posts on this company and the results I've experienced. If you're not familiar with Gainswave, it's a safe, comfortable treatment for men to optimize sexual performance and to reverse the effects of erectile dysfunction due to lower blood flow. Gainswave utilizes high frequency, low intensity sound waves to improve blood flow to the penis, remove micro plaque, and stimulate the growth of new blood vessels. I personally didn't have any issues in that department, but what initially excited me about Gainswave was listening to Dave Asprey's book, Game Changers, and how it took his sexual performance to a whole other level. Then I saw Ben Greenfield's results and it put me over the edge. By the way, check out his blog posts on it if you haven't, because they're really informative and they're actually hilarious. I've gotten all six treatments and I can tell you I'm a different man. I'm not joking. Uh, this has made a real positive impact on my performance. My confidence uh, has gone up. And of course, my relationship with Maura. If you want to learn more, check out gainswavecom fat. You'll be able to search for providers in your area and even get a free session. That's gainswavecom fat. And now on to the show. We, we can't continue this conversation without talking about this new product that's launching today or Saturday. It all depends on when you're listening to this, but it's not really today, but it's going to come on in the next couple of days. Um, first off, you know, what is CBG and what is this product you guys have collaborated on? What what, what are the applications?
3: I'll let Chef right. in dive in. Go for it. Excellent. Okay. So um,
2: I guess first thing I'll address is how this collaboration came to be real quick. Yeah. which is I got sick and tired of people saying, who do I go to? Who do I go to? Who do I go to? Mm-hmm. And I had no one to offer. No, one, until I discovered Santa Cruz Medics, And then after that, I was like, okay, well, every time someone asked me from a, like a, a realistic business perspective, every time someone asked me, they're going over there and I had no like affiliate thing with them. I, I didn't really care about making like a couple bucks off of a sale from that. I just wanted people to have like the, the proper resource because I'm busy doing plenty of other things. But mm-hmm. um, you know, again, another dog, walk when I get a lot of my thinking done <laughs> and and I was just like you know what I'm gonna reach out to them and see if they want to collaborate on a different type of product to have in their pipeline that I can help promote they're they're gonna promote it helps them it keeps their same mission it helps my mission and also you know there there's a business venture out there, and that's just me also thinking long-term and, and whatnot there as an entrepreneur so so that was just a phone or I think I texted text just like hey I'm I'd really like to collaborate on a product with a company and you're the only one I'd recommend Are you open to that? He said, absolutely. And that's when uh, we started talking about you know being able to incorporate other hemp-derived cannabinoids into the high-dose, potent CBD um, to basically create what people refer to as an entourage effect. Uh, The entourage effect is simply put, uh, where multiple compounds together are stronger than one by itself. Okay. So the thing that's really interesting about the entourage effect is there's there's limitations to it. You know, you hear a lot about full-spectrum CBD. Yeah. and what they say is that it is you know it's co2 extracted or whatever the extraction ethanol process it doesn't matter it's full spectrum which means that evidently nothing in the the essential oil so to speak of the plant was was hurt or removed um or isolated like for example cbd isolate is by itself okay so people always say in the in, in response to why aren't you giving people the doses that they need it, it based on all the research and they say well it's full spectrum it's like okay but there's a still a limitation to that because what else does your your lab tests show is in there. How much is in there? What research has been done to prove that still at that low of a dose that it's even going to become systemic and the bioavailability to the point where you would have enough in you that it would activate receptor over here or modulate this action over there or whatever the case may be. And the the, the reality of the situation is, is full spectrum better? Yes, it is. And there's research on that. But the dosing is still very close, okay? So right now, I think a full-spectrum bottle of CBD oil, maybe if you get one that says there's 500 milligrams, you're going to spend between 75 and $100 for full-spectrum, okay? When you look at the some of the research that's been done comparing isolate versus full-spectrum, the isolate dosing in the one study I'm referencing, uh, which was in a mouse model, was somewhere around like the prime efficacy of it was about 20 milligrams per kilogram. It was, it was high. It was in the high teens into the 20s. Just say now the full spectrum was around five to ten milligrams per kilogram. Oh, that's Not five to ten milligrams, days. yeah, five to ten milligrams per kilogram. So, in the world of the cannabis industry, is full spectrum more effective? Yes, but you still have to drink a whole fucking bottle a day for it to actually be effective. <laughs> So And it's just, you can't afford it. I, I mean, yeah. I can't afford it. Yeah. So so that's what's great about Isolate is that because of the, the development of the hemp industry, the legalization of, uh, the, of hemp nationwide from the 2018 Farm Bill, we now have access to a lot of hemp. We have access to a lot of full spectrum CBD products, but we all know you need the dose. And then there's a ton of access to isolate and isolate has been happening in various other countries as well. Uh, It's a process that's been basically repeat and repeat. I mean, there it's set. So what's nice about the isolate is you have an isolated compound that you can take, you can measure it and it's consistent in its effects. You don't have to worry about what are all these other compounds and is this bottle going to have those same things? Am I going to get the same effect from company A or company B or does the strain that they extracted this full spectrum oil from, um, over here, this season going to be the same or is my medicine going to change? That's one of the things in the pharmaceutical industry and while they'll never have a whole spectrum product unless it's created as a recipe um, is because they need things that are measurable, okay? So mm-hmm. the thing that's great about high dose CBD based off the research and it's actually measurable and it's consistent when you're working with isolates. So what we wanted to do was to kind of create our own entourage effect, but in a way that is measurable and it's consistent. And how you do that is by combining isolates and creating that recipe. So what we what we've done is basically taken uh, Santa Cruz Medicinals existing product that are CBD isolate and we created a ten to one ratio of CBD to CBG. So in the the product that we're first launching is going to be ten thousand milligrams of CBD to one thousand milligrams of CBG. So what is CBG? CBG comes from marijuana and hemp. Okay, and when I say marijuana versus hemp, the only thing that really separates them is the word you want to use. To to describe it, and there's multiple ones that people choose to, but at the end of the day, it's by the law. 0.3% THC, okay? 0.3% THC or less is hemp, or more than that, we consider it through interpreting marijuana, okay? Uh, some people just like to say cannabis as a whole, but uh, you get to 0.31 and your whole crop get burned, and or you could possibly go to jail, because wow. that's the reality, yeah. okay? So, so CBG is considered to be the mother of all cannabinoids, okay? So CBD, THC, THCV, CBN, CBL, CBC, CB that, CB this over here, whatever it is, they all come from CB. So interestingly enough, a terpene is created first. That terpene then creates CBG. And then as the plant is going through its uh, vegetation cycle and going into the flowering cycle and developing the trichomes and all the good things of why we love this plant. All these different chemicals, these cannabinoids are coming from CBG. So there's there's two ways that you can get CBG from the plant. One is by harvesting it early. And another is having genetics that at full uh, maturation actually have high amounts of CBG, which is also very difficult to get. So CBG, the mother of all cannabis, um it's yet another but it is let's just call it it's the og it's it's the yes. the very first one so it comes again the the same cbg that turns into thc or creates it in the marijuana plants so it's the same cbg that turns um uh and creates cbd cannabidiol okay so right now what's interesting is that there is like no human research on CBG. If, if it is happening, like things are happening right now. For example, there's a uh, pharmaceutical company called Axim, A-X-I-N, that has uh, clinical trials that they're they're going to be doing on uh, CBG as a topical for psoriasis and eczema. Now, the same company also has patents on cannabis uh, chewing gum it, that is CBD and THC driven, and they have multiple products. So these guys are in it. They're already spending you know millions upon millions of dollars on this. So the fact that they're exploring CBG as a topical for uh, skin diseases, they already have have a pretty good inclination based off the mouse model been done that it's going to be helpful for that. But outside of that, the research that's out there on CBG, cannabigerol, is done in test tubes and it's done in mice. Okay, so can I say that in the mouse model study where CBG was helpful in ALS, Huntington's uh, disease, uh, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, and various other uh, neurological diseases that if you take CBG, that those things are then going to be uh, uh, cured. Or or, or your symptoms are going to be reduced by taking this? No, I can't. And I won't say that because what happens in a mouse doesn't mean it actually happens in a human. Right. Um, so what's great about this product is one, there's nothing else like it. The, the closest competitor has, I think it's around a 20 to one. They do 2,500 milligrams of CBD to 150 milligrams of CBG and it costs 200 bucks. My God. And they've oh. got weird flavoring aids in there. Ours is ten thousand milligrams to one thousand. Mm. We're launching base price is gonna be two two forty nine ninety nine. We're launching it on sale for two twenty-five. And then of course you guys got a promo code to give them. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're gonna be between two hundred to two fifty, depending on the time when find a promo code for four times the amount of C B D and about six mm. times the amount of C B G. So so nothing else is like it on the market, which is the first thing that's good about it. The next thing that's awesome about it is everyone listening and everyone who's not listening who eventually gets this product, they get Get to be a part of the research, and we want people's feedback. This is a giant experiment, and we're not mm-hmm. going to pretend as you know. A lot of science, or a lot of companies, they like to depend on science unless it's inconvenient for their agenda. So <laughs> okay. I'm out here saying we have no idea what this is going to do <laughs> by combining these two at this ratio. But we're going to try it out, and no matter what, you can't find anything this potent anyway. And if y- y'all believe in the entropic Act and that yep. more does more, then here's the opportunity to get more that does more that is consistent, it's measurable, it's lab tested, and there's three ingredients in the entire jar, which is organic, coconut oil, hemp-derived CBD, and hemp-derived CBG. Dude, I love it I, I have to go back because there's, and there's I can't wait to see like things, recipes
0: too Like just that. for I the know, audience to.
2: Recipes. oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: so there's a few things just for the audience uh, to go over just so they can really understand in case they didn't was the first thing is the fact that there's a lack of education obviously on the part of CBD producers and they're running with the money because they're they're just putting things out they're inferring things and to me that that tells me that they're not doing a lot of it's
0: quite like white
1: yeah they're, they're, they're all getting it from the same place throwing a label on it and yeah, making their money right. Um, the other thing is keep in mind what Brandon said about the potency. Um, so where, whereas with with a CBD isolate, I would need let's say uh five to two po- uh five hundred to two point five grams a day. I would probably so no wait, let's let's just do it this way. I did it this way. So if I need let's say two grams of, of isolate, I still need like one gram of um of full spectrum. So if anybody's telling you that you need full spectrum, if you need less potency, fine but is it at that one gram per dose? And if it's not, yeah, it's not you know, it's five, if they're getting five grams in the whole, in the, in the whole thing, right. then they have five doses and how much they pay for five doses. Right.
2: Yeah. And good luck finding a full spectrum product that has five grams, which would be 500 milligrams of cannabinoids. Because when, when the full spectrum products start um, putting high amounts into the same bottle, they run at risk of failing their lab tests and getting over that 0.3% THC. Oh, yeah.
1: oh there you go. That's it. You So go. that's,
2: that's at least that's an excuse. That I had a, a full spectrum company tell me once, um, but which is which is valid. But it you know it's still it's it's based off of a percentage. So you would think that if you have less than 03 percent in your entire batch, we'll say in a gown, then if you poured that gown into a jar that gave five thousand milligrams, that it should still uh, proportionally balance itself out. But you know um, you're 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 saying grams and we're saying milligrams together. Let's make sure that everyone understands that a gram is a thousand milligrams. Okay. So so what Danny was saying is yes, if if you need two thousand milligrams of CBD isolate. Can you get away with a lower dose of full spectrum? Absolutely. But it's still going to be probably in that thousand milligram ballpark, which means you're going to have to drink a bottle or two of CBD oil a day that runs from 50 to $100 a bottle yep. in order to achieve the same dose or the same efficacy that you could get through a product that may have less, but you're getting a lot more of it at a much more affordable rate. And why I went by when I say less, I mean, there's not all these other entourage compounds, but that doesn't mean that it's ineffective because you're actually dosing it properly.
1: Yeah. And, and Brandon, what about, what about like, you can talk mechanisms of action because if whether, whether you have human trials, and I still think that, you know, animal trials are very helpful. They tell (laughs) us a lot, but you can, you can go into the mechanisms of action. Like what happens when we consume CBG, for instance, um, in oil form, like what, what is the the sequence of, of events or what is the cascade that, that happens, you know, mechanistically, like, can you go into that? a little bit or or, or just Um,
2: so I can compare it to let's say THC okay Okay. so when you smoke THC there's two primary metabolites that are entering your bloodstream okay whether you vaporize or you smoke the one is delta-9 THC and the other one is 11-hydroxy THC. Okay, so your your lungs metabolize the some of the delta 9, and it turns into 11-hydroxy. But it's a very very small amount. Okay, the main thing that's running around your bloodstream is delta 9 THC, and you get high. It's immediate, and then over the next hour and a half, you start to calm down, and time to smoke another joint. Now, when you orally ingest THC, which is in its delta 9 form, because it had to be decarboxylated first, so heated in the oven or in your edible, and now now it converts the shape. So now it's actually, it can get you high. Okay. So that's what Delta 9 is because in raw flour or, or unheated flour or cannabis products, it's just uh, Delta 9 THCA. So anyway, you're doing an edible, you don't have to worry about decarboxylation. So you buy it at the dispensary. So you don't need to know all the chemistry there, but now you eat this product that has Delta 9 in it. And now what happens is your liver converts a lot more of that Delta 9 into 11 hydroxy, a lot more than what your lungs would do. Okay. So now the ratio, of delta 9 to 11 hydroxy is a lot closer. Whereas before, when you smoke it, it's a lot lower amount of 11 hydroxy. Now, of course, this takes time. That's why an edible takes time to kick in. So you got to eat it. It goes through your digestive system, it goes through your liver, it does its thing, and then spits it out into your bloodstream and it's systemic. And that's when you start to feel high. Take 30, 30 minutes, upwards to two hours for it to kick in. Um, and then you're riding this roller coaster of an edible high for the next like three to six hours. And, you know, you could have, you know, imagine if Snoop Dogg had never, ever, ever. Done in edible, but he smoked as many blunts as as, as normal, and then you gave him an edible. <laughs> he could be so high off of that because it's a completely different ratio of compounds. Nice. So now the question is, with that explanation, what happens to CBG? I have no freaking clue.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, a, that it's, was
2: mainly it's the... a similar process. It's yeah, going yeah. to be a similar process where where if you were to smoke flour that has CBG into it, there's going to be uh, a different different metabolites of CBG. Some of them are going to be more potent than others okay so uh and bioavailability and all these things come into mind so by the time the cbg in our product hits your system is it going to be different than the cbg that's in the jar absolutely and but that's the that's the molecule that matters because how your body converts it and to then put it into a shape that it is able to actually um work its magic that's what matters and this is cbg it's not cbga which means that the product has been heated it has been decarboxylated so it is in its most ready form for your body to convert it into the other forms that has to go in. because if you were to just eat raw flour like you're running through the woods you find a wheat plant and just start chewing on it and it's early in its life and it's all cbg you're going to be converting a completely different form and yeah. it's not going to be as effective as if it were heated and eaten or lit on fire and inhaled but this is where like the research has like there's so it's, it's crazy there's so many people that could probably tell you right now oh well this is what's going to have cg and this and that blah 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 and like well give me a reference man and they, yeah. and they show you and they give you a reference of something that happened in a petri dish where they squirted some cbd on some cancer cells or cbg on a cancer cell and they're like oh my god it killed the cancer well it's like shit you could squirt some mustard in a petri dish and it could probably kill some cancer cells like what happens in a petri dish means nothing because it doesn't go through your stomach it doesn't go through the liver it doesn't uh have or we don't know what the dose would be for it be effective and systemic and actually activate these receptors and then it's like well what other things are in your body Maybe. is there a right. receptor that's already got something docked on there and then you eat something over here that's supposed to dock but it doesn't because it's not competitive like there, there's all these things that are well beyond my understanding um to to the, the chemistry of how all of these things interact again and that kind of brings me back to full spectrum great but is it consistent and is it measurable that's and if, if people who are, who are listening are in states where you're consuming thc or not in states and you are anyway the entourage effect isn't just like from the product it comes in. It's what's in you at one time. So if you're smoking a joint with THC and you have this product to add to it, you're going to have a different effect. I don't know what that's going to be because it depends on how much you're consuming and when you're consuming it in what order. Because some people might find that if they take our product, the CBD... G, or any of Santa Cruz Medicinal's Normal CBD products, they could take that first, get it in their system, smoke a joint, and realize that they're like super clear-headed. They're not high. They're high, but they're not like stoned out of their mind. this same joint that they smoked the night before, but now they have a completely different effect because right. of these other compounds being in that. They might notice more mental clarity. They might notice maybe they're more tired. I, it's all going to be based on the person. So then the flip side would be that they smoke a joint, and then they consume the product. And then, towards the end of the high, they might find that or high is ending, but it doesn't feel like it normally does. Like you don't have the urge maybe to smoke another joint because for whatever interactions happen inside you, you're totally cool. So the experiment's not just for our product, it's for how you use our product with the other ones that you enjoy, whether they may be legal or not. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so glad you brought that up. And I
1: want to just mention that if anybody's like hasn't looked into this and hasn't been using cannabis either therapeutically or recreationally for a while, like they'll probably be like, this sounds like so much guesswork and, and so much experimentation and yes it is because that's how it is with with cannabis like when you when you get a, a like a, a a product like a like a vicodin or something they t- they give you that dose and that is the dose you know but when mm-hmm. you're using cannabis there's so many cannabinoids there's so many different Things. The even doctors, if you're working with a doctor, the doctor will say, "Start with this dose. Play around with the dose. Uh, you know, bring it up and see how it feels. Bring it down." So this is even what the doctors are telling you to do. It's like duality in this sphere is really, really important.
2: Yep. And and if anyone listening has a cannabis doctor or has even a friend that says, "Take this. This will happen." <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. You the, the whole thing is you need to go, especially on the, on the side of the equation where you're dealing with something that is intoxicating, makes you high like thc you got to go super low and slow well guess what you don't have to go super low and slow on the hemp side without high thc on like on our side of the equation we're giving like our quarter teaspoon dose is 123 milligrams of cbd to 12 milligrams of cbg it's a 10 to 1 ratio 135 milligrams of cannabinoids you're getting in a quarter teaspoon okay like you could take one two three four a couple you can take a couple a day like there is no really like you don't have to worry about like go yeah exactly like i mean there's studies out there of toxicity studies where they've given uh, I think even humans up to like 2000 milligrams a day or, or rats like an astronomical amount like 100 milligrams per kilogram of body weight of CBD a day and there's not been any issues Lovely. at all and there and there, there's um it's called the safety and side effects of cannabidiol and then there's another study called the update to a safety and side effects of cannabidiol um, and that's also where you can see a list of all the human studies that were done and it shows their dose 10 uh, milligrams per kilogram 15 milligrams per kilogram five milligrams per kilogram and the only one that i found that was low was 10 milligrams per kilograms from study in 1974 you can't even find it online and it's obsolete anyway <laughs> so um and that was like when they were first really like it was in this the mid-60s when uh cbd was isolated um uh from from the plant from moshul and his team in israel uh so that i mean that was hardly and they didn't have any of the equipment or, or anything like they do today to be able to like these true measurements and everything so um brendan why did you want to use cbd
3: yeah, yeah. CB, cbg is one of the one of the compounds we've been looking at for a while we're looking at cbn we're looking at cbg there's some really good preliminary research on them and of course the the dose matters so when we look at the the raw price of it we also realize just like cbd we provide that therapeutic dose at an affordable price way better than other companies so i'm just interested to see what people's reactions to this are it's a really safe compound to use just like cbd so you don't really have too much worry so it's it's sort of fun to, to see what what's going to happen and what people are going to kind of feel. And the other thing is to get these doses of CBD, you can make it kind of fit into your routine and make it fun. I mean, with our whole product line, I'm not just, I'm not just like blasting our MCT oil in my morning coffee to get my daily dose. What I, what I like to do is I'll start my morning off with maybe a bulletproof style coffee and blend in 200 to 300 milligrams. And then maybe I'll throw in some of the CBD (coughs) CBD into my post-workout shake. And that's Mm. another 200 milligrams of CBD and 24 milligrams of cbg and then i'll take our deep sleep capsules at night you know so you can you yeah. can kind of layer in different products and kind of get that that daily dose uh it doesn't all have to be in one shot you can kind of dose it throughout the day so it doesn't have to be boring and with anybody that's keto this will totally fit into your lifestyle um people are making some really fun recipes with this i'm excited to see what chef Brand now creates oh really? yeah
0: so excited yeah
3: it's gonna <laughs> i'm be, doing my
2: first awesome. my first recipe i'm doing tonight which is awesome. one of my the simplest one of my favorite things in the world which is um hot wing sauce infused oh, <laughs> and it's great. simple it's frank's red hot some butter and it'll have some of the coconut oil uh with That's the cbd cool. and cbg yeah. and, and it's like it's so simple but you know the reality is you can infuse anything folks. like you yeah you, you can put it whatever in. you you can put it in anything like you don't really so when people say like oh what's it take to be a cannabis chef like you got to be a chef first.
0: yeah right yeah right yeah, and <laughs>
2: <you> <laughs> that. yeah, it's yeah and, exactly and then you can infuse it into anything but you know i'm going to give quick and easy ideas and you know? Santa Cruz will have a website on my Instagram. Um, I stream on Twitch and I do, you know, a couple hour streams. And I have multiple camera angles that I've got set up oh, with a sling Studio device and um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So you can check that out. We'll, we'll definitely have plenty of recipes and creative recipes, not just, oh, here's another sauce blend. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I
0: love it. We'll,
2: we'll be having some fun with it. And do you awesome. guys have any recipe requests? Like, do you have anything that you, you love or maybe you used to love that wasn't keto or, or low carb that you wish was that? i can like experiment oh, wow. with i think the first one will have to be fat like a fat bomb i think that which is
0: keto yeah yeah
2: a
1: fat bomb would be great just like to get the the ratios perfect and like you know working with it like which one would you work with and all that um what else well, I wonder if it's keto or not. what is uh like if you make a gummy
0: Oh a gummy, yeah. It's yeah so that, hard that'd to be find
1: great a gummy. Because like, you know, yeah. if, if
3: you if I if I'm getting collagen,
1: electrolytes, and gelatin. CBD
3: you'd have to put joint. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll have uh, we'll make one with some of that grass fed gelatin. Um I've actually made uh some C B D gummies before with grass fed gelatin. They're amazing. They do need to be kept in the refrigerator, but yeah, um, I'm
0: weird. do you use the do you use the M C T oil? I'm just wondering which yeah. one do yeah, you use? No, yeah, okay.
3: use oil for that. Um okay. there's a great recipe like it's like raspberry um, gelatin gummies. And, okay. and you know, uh, you guys know the benefits of grass-fed gelatin. I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, we make some for the kids with like electrolytes. Like, we'll well, that's good. We got to get CBD yeah. in there. Yeah.
1: Because- and then we the- yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and we're, we're working on a product which is going to be um, a protein powder, which is grass-fed Ooh. collagen, hemp protein, and a little bit of monk fruit, and then a potent dose of CBD. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on stuff like that. I mean, what I'm trying to do is create products also that I just don't see in the summer supplement world like the sleep formula that we developed i mean yeah, that's a I, great one. I, I love it and it's so simple it's valerian l-theanine and, and cbd and a potent dose of valerian a potent dose of l-theanine and a potent dose of cbd and just all the sleep formulas out there contain melatonin that i saw and yeah. melatonin yeah. great when i travel but yeah you don't want to take oh, it all the time oh my god like my grandma was like yeah I just take melatonin every day i'm like that that is don't so do bad. that That's uh, <laughs> yeah. bad for you. It, it works it is powerful it but work, yeah. that's and a lot of these is.
1: people a lot of these people they they'll, they'll if you look at the sleep formulas, I, I love it. Like I've been taking the the sleep formula. I love it. I love L-theanine, period. Yeah. But like, it seems like uh, the more I learn about, you know, people putting things together, the more I'm just like, I can't believe like you spent all this time and money on creating a product and you didn't really even make something good. <laughs> like I'm yeah. just like, like, I, <laughs>
0: it's like, so, it's like, it's like, so a, it's so like a kid
1: too. doing like a, like, a, like a book report and he's like, okay, I found out that valerian L-theanine, this, that, and this. Are good, so we're gonna throw them all in at sub therapeutic dosages. Yeah, exactly. yeah whatever like, they say. Whatever it doesn't the matter if I, if I'm getting like 20 grams of L-theanine or 100 grams. Well, 100 grams okay. 200, I love, but like if I'm getting like 40 grams of L-theanine. Yeah,
0: what is 40 milligrams
1: of L-theanine mm-hmm. and, and all this other stuff again at sub therapeutic dosages. What do I care that it's in it? Exactly. If I'm not yeah. absorbing and
3: you know, like what what I've also realized is the kind of community that we serve. A lot of the keto, carnivore, paleo, low carb people. I mean, I'm sorry to say they're just more dialed in. They are working better because they're like the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they're, they're just, the Exactly. They're more dialed in than I hate to say it, but maybe the, the the vegetarian vegan crowd that I, I see them promoting a lot of supplements where you spin around that label, which is what yeah. we as, as kind of keto carnivore people do. We 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 read stuff, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. We we read we're, not, we're not dumb. A lot of you know. So um, I, I think that's super. It's super crucial. Like we did the. Adaptogenic mushroom formula and yes. it's like okay well what we have to do is put a thousand milligrams of lion's mane per yeah. per, per serving. Um, and you know uh, honestly our profit margins are not as good as other large companies, but that's the thing they're large companies they have so many people to pay. I almost yeah. don't hate on them that much. I'm like look you you have to sell your your CBD for five times the price as mine because you have you're paying this person you're paying the social media person you're right. yeah right. they're paying for the marketing and then the yeah, and, and, or you the get market. a bunch of venture capital money and you have investors leave. So you have to rip people off in a way. Right, um, it's true. Well, I, I've met some of the owners of those type of businesses and I do feel for them. Um, but that's, I, I didn't get into the CBD world to, to do that. Um, right. You know, I, I run my own social media, you DM Santa Cruz Medicinals. So you're gonna, yeah, gonna you're, yeah, it, you you're going to, I'm um, going to, you know? So yeah, we don't have a million people to pay so we can provide a good price. And um, when we do partnerships, people like Chef Brant Allen, it's so simple. It's just like, we're, you know, not complicated at all. It's like, let's make an awesome product. I love it. And fortunately,
2: fortunately, like we weren't just connected on the entire cannabis side and the, the true accurate uh, research that's out there, but we're also connected on the keto carnivore yeah. uh, type of side. And and what's really interesting and why I am fascinated with cannabis is because of how it actually can enhance the endocannabinoid system, whose whole job, of course, is to achieve homeostasis. So, so that's good. But the other thing is that it actually enhances uh, your ketone production. And and the way you burn and metabolize glucose as well as fats, um, and this ha- this happens separately outside of the endocannabinoid system. Um, there's a there's a series of receptors called PPAR peroxisome proliferator-activator receptors. Uh, so PPAR and and one of the types uh, cannabinoids, and specifically what I was reading actually today, I was psyched to find uh, CBG specifically activates PPAR, and what PPAR does is it this particular 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 receptor within the PPAR family. I think it's the, it says PPAR and it looks like there's a Y at the end. Is that gamma? For for gamma. Yes, the PPAR gamma. So the gamma receptor directly um, uh, affects how you metabolize glucose and it also aids in, in gene expression in aiding in fat metabolism. So with the exogenous supplementation of CBG, and other cannabinoids, but I know CBG and CBD does it as well, actually. Um, You can actually burn glucose faster, maybe more efficiently, and then you can get right to your fat storage and increase ketone production. And then look at the benefits from there. We could spend another hour talking about ketones alone. And the parallels, like if you, I have a list of all the things and research that I found that um, uh, cannabinoids aid with, almost every single one, except for like mad cow disease, (laughs) which is, yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's on my list almost every every single one ketones have also shown uh medicinal and nutritional benefits for dude you you either write
1: a book on this already man i don't know if (laughs) you gotta write a book on that presentation that you did the whole you got the title and everything man
2: yeah it's on youtube if you guys look up Shepherd on youtube i have a a little presentation on there the the, the sound quality is not the greatest but you can get the gist of it um and you know it's i'm really glad we have this this podcast day because i have lately been really struggling myself with sticking to it and 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 sticking with keto and carnivore and i've been having too many cheat days this summer i did a lot of traveling <laughs> and i, I put on weight my brain fog is not exactly you know <laughs> ideal um but like i i also see like you know all right now i've got this this product i'm collaborating with like i'm, I'm talking about health and wellness and it's like shit i gotta get my ass back in gear <laughs> and and like you know like practice what you preach type thing you know yeah. um yeah. so i'm glad we had this because i'm feeling motivated right now uh, Love so it. thank you guys for that and well, um uh, when, we, um, you when know. we
3: see you at KetoCon, we want you just jacked and ripped. So yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, man.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I'm glad you guys brought, brought up the keto space because, you know, most of our audience is going to be low carb keto. Um, and then I you I saw you guys something uh, mentioned something about uh, cravings. And so that would be really interesting. Can you guys uh, maybe talk a little bit about how CBD can actually help in those beginning stages of ketogenic diets and fighting those cravings?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, people know that CBD is used um, as kind of an anti inflammatory for a lot of people. They use it to relax, right? That's one of the most common uses of CBD. Um, and what, what I find CBD is super useful at is what we see a lot of people doing that are switching over to keto is they'll make themselves uh, maybe uh, infuse coffee in the morning with some fat. And when they add in that CBD into their morning coffee, we've had tons of customers report back that their cravings later in the day are substantially less. And as we've realized with this podcast, there there is kind of a lack of research on cannabinoids. And I think we're going to see more in the next uh, decade as legalization comes around. But um, what I would speculate is CBD provides some anti anxiolytic properties. Those are probably some of the same pathways that cause food cravings. Um, kind of that <laughs> body's kind of panic response of, oh my God, I need sugar. I need it. You know, I'm, I don't know when my next meal is going to be. I don't realize that I have a fridge full of food. Uh, the kind of primal brain doesn't recognize that. So I think CBD can help with that. It certainly helps me with my food cravings. And yeah, I think um overall, one of the lessons from this podcast is that there isn't a lot of research, but I, I do want to highlight that one of the reasons that is just the United States has been uh, not so friendly to cannabis over the last, um, you know, what do you want, 50, 60 years. So yeah. um, as that changes, we're going to see a lot of research come out. And I think uh, you're going to see um, more and more human trials on various subjects, just like there is with any other legal supplement, like a turmeric, for example. So so, yeah. If you're having some food cravings on keto, try throwing in 300 to 400 milligrams of CBD into your morning coffee and just see how you feel. Um, nice. it, we've had a lot of customers. It's helped. So
1: yeah. And really I'll, I'll say one more thing <laughs> because our the keto audience is already used to this whole citizen science movement. So I think everybody in this audience or a lot of people in this audience, at least are are comfortable with experimenting on themselves. Like we we, we haven't seen many, you know, randomized controlled trials on, on diet and and, and even like performance like I have right now, Dr. Jeff Volick is writing a hypothesis paper on, on a, an experiment that I did, a self-experiment that's not even, you know, he's, he's using that. That's valid science to him. And, a, and for him to write a hypothesis paper and then like put that call out to, to, for people to study this particular thing that I that I experimented with. And I love to see that 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 line is getting blurrier and blurrier between like citizen science and and, you know, actual legitimate published science. Because we are giving them the, the ideas and we're helping them, you know, realize like what's important, what, what should we actually look at. So hopefully that, that trend continues.
2: I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so,
1: yeah. All right, so let's let's get into. Uh, obviously, I can't let this podcast end without asking about you know athletes, you know people for or if they're using CBD. Um, some people would would be definitely interested in why the pain salve. Like I use the pain salve, like CBD salve, like daily. Yeah, daily. <laughs> like I have Maura put it on me. So why don't you guys talk a little bit about how CBD can be used, like orally as well as you know topically for for uh, you know for muscle recovery and for other stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So the the main way that I like to use CBD is oral dosages. And then lately we've just explored the topical side. Um, And there's there's a good study transdermal cannabidiol reduces inflammation and pain. Um, You can just if you just Google that. And it is a rat model, um, rats a rat model of arthritis, but Basically, I mean, athletes across the world have used um, topical CBD for a long time, and I use it pretty much every single day after training. Um, I'll get back from jujitsu, and I mean, same kind of thing. I forced my girlfriend to. <laughs> rub by sore areas and the pain salve also has a host of other ingredients that have been shown yeah. to be beneficial topically and then again more importantly with our products it's it's all it's what's in there but it's also what is not in there you know there's no parabens in there there's obviously no bpa eggs, it's, it's bottled in glass um so you're not rubbing anything into your skin your skin is your large organ it absorbs stuff um and then some of these other topical formulations there there's horrible ingredients in there um so it's super nourishing to the skin and it has a th- milligrams of C B D in that little pain salve. So it's gonna be something that I, I just I love it. Um I rub it into my traps. Um, any jujitsu sort of injuries, I rub it in. And it's also really affordable. You know, it's a great way to introduce somebody to CBD. If you're talking to somebody a bit older and they're like a little scared maybe of cannabis, if you get them that pain salve or the pain cream and you introduce them to it from that, they're usually not too scared to try it and they're going to feel some relief. And, and um, it's a really good way to kind of layer in the, um, you know, the other aspects of CBD and eventually get them on a supotent oral dose as well. And, and the dose still matters
2: for topical application. So yeah. just I mean, obviously, you know that's something we do that after yeah. right. the
1: liver, right? So what 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 is it? What is the equivalent dose that people should be looking at uh, for for transdermal mm-hmm.
2: stuff? I don't have that number off the top of my head. Brendan, are you familiar? So uh, just, I'll let him answer that in a second, but uh, I have never had any success with topicals. Oh, yeah. None.
1: The type of stuff that you're, I mean, I mean is it for your back stuff? Yeah, yeah. I have
2: yeah, L4, L5, yeah, yeah. doses. You know, I have i have severe corporal tunnel in, in my, in my wrist, which got flared up again this summer. And <clears throat> I, I haven't, but I also haven't used high-dose CBD topical. I've tried THC, mixture, everything, but I've never tried the like an actual high dose because most of these doses you it's the same thing they say a dose is like five milligrams or ten milligrams of cb like it's 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 an even lower bioavailability because it's through your skin <clears throat> if it you know and and it depends on what the delivery agent is the permeability if there's like a permeability agent um things like that uh, a lot of those things are have to be you know taken into consideration the the only topical i've ever received uh, a relief temporary relief from is Biofreeze. Oh. it's the only it's the only thing but i also have like i said tried high dose. So I'm excited to try the CBD cbg combo um because of the fact that there's a uh, psoriasis and um an eczema study that's going on right now oh. and a lot of that has to do with inflammation and yeah. and so i know that if if it's helping with that it's going to help with the inflammation in other ways and there's also um uh in regard to like athletes and things like that pain is huge like that's why we're talking about this like no one's rubbing cbd on them just because they're like oh well, i i, I want to get a better tan this weekend no it's like you're, <laughs> right. you're fucking you're sore pain dude.
3: yeah in
2: your body and you need something to recover from mm-hmm. and I'm going to butcher the way this is pronounced um, but there, there's, there are various receptors that CBG activates so it's a partial agonist of CB2 it's a next to no agonist so activator um, of CB1 uh, but it also acts on the PPARY like I mentioned um, but there is this alpha 2 a generic receptor if I'm saying that properly um, and this same receptor is what um, pain there's certain pain medicines medications out there that activate as well as medications for anxiety blood pressure regulation and ADHD so it and it's a very strong Agnes like it, they said it's a potent in the study and then the mouse models that were on there so whereas other ones are partial or a weak affinity or whatever in this vein that it's potent so that's what gives me hope is that the you know the, there's mechanisms of action that are happening outside of the endocannabinoid system and if this can help with pain and it can help with anxiety and other things like that um, even vets use um uh, the, some of the, the drugs that they use for, um, sedation, um, are activating the same receptor in animals. So it's a sedative. Um, but just cause you take it doesn't mean you're going to fall asleep. Of course the dose matters, but if it's a very, very mild sedative and help with pain, uh, I think that's huge. And Brendan, you were saying the other day that you have a, like a constant pain in, wrist or something that you since you started using this two weeks ago that it's it's gone down significantly compared to some other stuff
3: absolutely so um with jiu danny i'm sure you know you, you'll sometimes oh, get so, a right, yeah, right now i'm right now it's
0: rough on the body
3: yeah it, very rough on the body it's so fun so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> addiction to it um yeah, and sometimes it a little bit of nervy tight pain i mean it's it's hard to describe and since dosing with the cbd cbg blend my nervy tight pain has gone down significantly I mean, and that's just just
1: Consuming it like in in a coffee,
3: yeah. So I, I like to blend like a half teaspoon in my coffee. Um, and it, I mean, first of all, it just tastes delicious. You know, you blend some healthy fats in your coffee, always a good time. But yeah, I've had significant like less nerve pain. I trained last night. I feel great this morning. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. Again, like we can't make you know medical claims, obviously, and and any of that. But uh, I can I can tell you guys how I feel. Um, and yeah, my nerve pain is significantly less. Uh, so I'm I'm very happy with the results so far very cool well we you want to ask that Let's ask.
0: Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. We've been going yeah, on for a while. That was a but really you know interesting. St- yeah, one. we might as well when they come this far. You know? yeah, we're not. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, okay, so you, you, you guys sent us a, a super interesting and in-depth study that I was looking at earlier on the endocannabinoid system and gut function. I know it's a, a lot to unpack. So just like in as you know, as 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 best as you can summarize because it was <laughs> a lot. Like I'll show, I'll send you the I'll, I'll I'll put a link to the study in the show notes. But can you explain to our listeners basically, you know, how CBD can assist in gut function and permeability?
2: But from, from what I understand, and, and Brendan, you can probably dive in a little bit further, um, but one of the biggest issues with leaky gut is inflammation. And yeah. when you look at all the research that's done on any cannabinoid, pick one, I guarantee you're going to find something that talks about how it's anti-inflammatory. And if you are able to uh, a- alleviate that inflammation, then you are then minimizing the potential for leaky gut. And, and, and that's the, the, the simplest way that, that I can explain it. That it's it's really going to be based off of infl- inflammation, but also hormone function. Like cannabinoids regulate um, how do you how do you say uh, uh, ghrelin, the appetite hormone. Oh, ghrelin. Uh, oh, ghrelin. Uh, yeah. ghrelin. Um, so like that's you know certain cannabinoids like THC can can uh, increase that, so you're hungrier, which is why I tell people you know with like going through chemo, uh, AIDS, uh, HIV patients, uh, people with uh, eating disorders, and then you have CBD on the other hand. Um, from what I understand, is actually doing the opposite. So the reason that it's helping people with um, You know, cravings during keto and things like that is because it is changing the the, the hormones by regulating things differently in the endocannabinoid system what THC would do, uh, and therefore it is allowing to feel more satiated. So, you know, I think that the combination of like, okay, let's say if you're taking high doses of CBD. not as hungry uh that's good um maybe you're not eating as much shitty food and you're (laughs) you're reducing you know your in your inflammation and therefore uh helping gut but i think the gut is one of the biggest mysteries out there because i everything you you get a you get a completely different answer from everyone but i think we can all agree at least on regardless of your diet regardless of what other probiotics prebiotics whatever you may be taking um you're not going to completely fix it if don't fix the inflammation
3: yeah and you know it's like What do do I do when I accidentally get dosed with some gluten or dairy or something I I don't want? Um, I'm going to try to be mitigating that inflammation. So I'm going to take an arsenal of stuff. I'm going to take some glutamine. I'm going to take some turmeric. I'm going to take some, you know, vitamin C. And I'm going to take some CBD. Um, I'm trying to manage inflammation. And that's something that's always helped my gut. And over time, I've fixed my gut. And... CBD has been a tremendous part of that. As Brandon said, inflammation is at the root of a lot of gut disorders and leaky gut. And um, disease in general. Yeah. yeah. And disease in general. So yeah, I mean, CBD is just, it's been shown to be a very, very safe way to mitigate um, inflammation. <laughs> what, what I always tell people, you know, when people DM me like, Hey, is this going to help? If, if your diet and sleep is, is not dialed in, I'm constantly referring people to, to your guys' pages, Danny. And, oh, uh, thanks brother. So it's like, you. okay, you could take CBD, but if you're going to go drink a Coca-Cola and eat a, cake after it's like, okay, sure, you're gonna need a lot more of a CBD. <laughs> yeah. after away. It's good for us. But um, <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm telling people that dial in um, the, the basics, dial in your diet, dial in your sleep. And once you start layering in supplements, CBD, CBG, CBN, you can start to look at all those things. Um, but they are kind of biohacks that I, I would say are, you know, first sleep and diet and movement, and then start to layer in some of these compounds, and you're gonna feel great.
1: Yeah, like I I, I feel for some of the people that probably see what I'm talking about because I'm always mentioning like try this do this take that and like no matter what it all starts with that foundation you spoke about and like because we have that foundation like we're getting the best benefits out of peptides we're getting the best benefits out of CBD and all the other stuff we're doing like the magic doesn't happen unless you're healthy it doesn't fix all the other stuff it's like you can't like you can't polish a turd you know like if it's it's already a turd like you got you got you're working with with crap you know, so um, that's, that's really important. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, all right. You guys, you guys, are I hope that you guys like work on like something with CBN. Uh, I know you guys were looking at other ones. I, you know, I had CBNT, like one of my trips, I think it was either Denver or, or Cali, Cali, one of those. And, and like, I really, really enjoyed it. I felt like really, really chill with it. So uh, a lot of people call that Brandon, wh- what is it? Don't they call it like, like the the, the, the THC or the, the cannabis Xanax or something like that?
2: Yeah. So, what's interesting is a lot of people associate cbn with being a sedative and Mm -hmm. the reason why is because if you let flour age and i I don't mean like a month like this is there's been studies to show that like to have significant amounts of cbn in uh flour you're looking at like a year plus uh even two years um it was actually a government study was a, a law enforcement like a dea study was showing so they could basically tell how old the weed was and how long it was like being circulated based off of the amount of cbn that was present so it was Pretty interesting, but so it takes some time. Or through you know various other processes, you can speed up that entire uh, conversion from where both THC and CBD both convert to CBN. And what's really interesting is that CBN by itself is not sedative, but with old flour, generally the terpenes that are left over have more of a sedative effect with wow. the combination of the CBN. The other thing is CBN is a is a weaker agonist at CB1 receptors than THC, but it is still, I think it's considered a partial agonist. So CBN comes into your body, it's activating the same receptors as THC, but just not as much. And I think that because of that lower punch, that's another reason why it's more relaxing. So, and there's also the whole placebo effect of everyone saying CBN is (laughs) sedative. Yeah, So it's like, you take something, it's like, oh my God, I'm super chill now. It's like, well, it's because you thought that was going to happen. (laughs) Um, But, but you know, uh, what's interesting about like, so CBN is most people associate it with my marijuana with, you know, federally illegal marijuana, but you can get CBN from CBD and you can also get CBC, cannabichromy, which is non-intoxicating, but it's another one you can get. You can also convert CBD into what's called Delta 8 THC, which also has a much weaker uh, affinity for CB1 receptors, but you can get high off of it. Mm -hmm. You can get high off of CBN. You can get high off of two compounds that come from the federally legal 2008. 18 farm Bill that specifically <laughs> says that extracts from hemp with less than 0.3% THC and all cannabinoids and their isomers are legal. So, technically, you can extract CBD, throw it through a couple processes in a lab, out pops CBN, out pops delta A THC, and you can have two compounds that will provoke a high or an intoxicating effect that is legal <laughs> until, until they catch on and they change the law, which will take a very long time. But, um, you know, we're, we're just getting started with. You know, CB, CBD, CBG. Right now, you can go online. You can buy a, a gram of, uh, you know, CBN distillate. It, it's not in an isolate powder form. Uh, even it, it, it's more in like a uh, like an RSO uh, mm-hmm. type of oil. It's a distillate. It's a sappy uh, waxer, not a wax, so, but you get so what I'm so saying. It's, it's re- a sappy It's
1: really, uh, that means it's really, really uh, the RSO, like <laughs> I, I use RSO. Uh, it's concentrated. Uh, very concentrated, concentrated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, you can dab it because of the, the way it comes. You can dab isolate too, but it's pretty hard. Harsh. Um, but you know, we're looking to inc- incorporate CBN and attempt derived. Um, and the thing is though, is I'm not going to call it a sedative product. I'm going to, we're just going to say, this is what's in it. Cause if I don't want people thinking that if they take this, they're going to be tired. Um, yeah. you know, so we're just going to, it is what it is. It'll be this next ratio of CBD with some CBG and a little bit of CBN. Um, it's it, the, the issue right now is the CBN is on a, on a wholesale side. I actually had someone give me pricing today and it's double of what it would be for. For the cbg wow. so it's 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 not just you know f- the fact that it's there it's finding it that's affordable fortunately the dosing needed for cbn is totally different it's closer to that of thc versus cbd oh, so yeah, what's what's great is that like we could probably have a, a whole jar that only has 100 milligrams in it but in each serving you're getting two and a half or three milligrams and you're also getting maybe only 50 milligrams of cbd and maybe only you know 10 milligrams wow. of cbg and i'm throwing numbers out here but The fact is that when you have a compound that is much stronger, uh, like CBN or THC or Delta 8 THC, you can go a little bit lighter on the other compounds that normally buy themselves a ton of. Um, And that's another thing to keep in mind. Like, you know, as much as we want everyone buying these products like every month, maybe every week, every day, come on, give us your money. Um, (laughs) uh, No, but the reality is like if you're consuming you may be able to stretch these products longer than someone who's not so you know you got to play with the dose and see what works for you but again like I said earlier it depends on when consuming them and how you're them together Uh, I don't consume a lot of THC because I unfortunately get really bad anxiety from it it just all of a sudden started happening to me like a year ago and I love THC some reason something's changed mm-hmm. um and so for me now uh i need high doses of cbd and when i do consume rarely i try and find cbn or uh, delta 8 because i don't get the anxiety from them um but i still actually keep going with the high doses of cbd because it also mitigates the anxiety or the potential for anxiety from these other things wow man wow that's that's crazy yeah like i i, I hate it because i forget the
1: company that does it's kind of like the 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 cannabis cannabis 23 and me like they take all of they look at all of the Endo-can- yeah, endocanna yes, yeah man. That's they, the they, one. They, they, they used to give out that report for free then they were like oh no uh, and now you got to go there for 49 <laughs> bucks and I, like an idiot when I got mine I didn't I didn't you save it didn't, yeah we and then I went back and now it's 49 bucks you know good on them they need yeah, they, yeah. they obviously deserve it but uh yeah you can if anyone's curious about you know how their body genetically you know reacts or interacts with different cannabinoids and and THC um check that out because that will give you the full thing and um you know I don't know like you know it's it's all it's like bro science is everywhere and I know you hate it Brandon so I, yeah, I know
2: I, I have you know I actually did the report and I know the founder Landon uh, he's awesome. He, he talks at all these different uh, events and he's super passionate about the research. And I think it's awesome what he's doing because he's providing people with a tool. And right yep. now there are no tools. It's yep. it's experimentation. That's it. It's a great tool if you're responsible with it, but there are no tools. So the fact that you can get a DNA test done and you can see that your FA activity is high or low, um, which is fatty acid amandohydrolase, uh, which you know cannabidiol inhibits FA, therefore it allows your natural endogenous cannabinoid anandamide to last longer, and some people need that. But there's other people who that can actually uh, can be harmful I- at the same time, um, or not necessarily harmful, but maybe not ideal for their genetic code but the thing that's interesting about all the the, the, there's there's your genes okay and and it was the guy christopher shade he's from um quicksilver scientific the analogy that he used he's like imagine that your genes are a library of of just visualize shelf after shelf filled with books and every single book is a different gene um and and if they were all open and being read at once it would be chaos absolute chaos your body would you couldn't handle it so so there are certain things that that open up some books over here and then certain things that will close those books and open up different books over there, or maybe close half those books and open up a smaller amount over there. So that's like your, your genetic expression. Okay. It's what's being read or what's being uh, activated, so to speak, like at that time. And, and with, with these DNA reports, the thing that there's, there's two things that I always, um, it's not that I'm skeptical. Maybe it is. I'm just mindful of, which is just because you get a report, that doesn't mean that is who you are. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that, I know. So, yeah, I have a lot yeah, of these genes that they're in. not
1: at- Epigenetically being expressed because right. of lifestyle. Exactly.
2: exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, if you're a smoker or you drink excessively, or you are a uh, a carbivore that's not once ever had a ketone in their system, <laughs> um, your genes, those books, you have a different set of books that are they're being read at this time compared to six months of low carb, high fat, healthy proteins, organic, grass fed, uh, minimal drinking. You quit the cigarettes. Uh, you're 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 exercising. You're, you're your vitamin D because because you're actually outside in the sun. You are a new person. Oh yeah. So so it's like when I when I see these reports, I hope people realize that just because it says you may have this or it says that, it is is that totally accurate for who you are at this time or who you may become? Um, because you know the gene expression of being in ketosis is totally different than when you're not. You know yeah. the gene expression of someone whose body is compromised by excessive weight and toxins is going to be different than someone who's not. So what's cool is that cannabinoids modulate gene expression, and and so not only does your diet alter that, but your cannabis consumption alters that. And if you do those things together, they're going to work synergistically. And now you're a completely different person. And it's fun to think about that. Like you can literally control what type of person you are. Yeah. That yeah. And, and that yeah. that's like really but most people think that they can't. Like oh, I am what yeah, I am. I got those fucking genes. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: I know I can't. That's like one of my. Things, I've
1: always so. I've always had that like like that thought in my mind that like anyone could do anything like and, right. and so when I found this out like when I realized how important epigenetics were I just like I was vindicated you know because it's like I don't care who you are or who your genes say you are and you know just going back to what you said I, I'm glad you brought that up because you know I say you get your genes done and then you start to look at your life and start to look at all the things that bother you about like your health like what is what is ailing now looking at it you know uh, retrospectively now you can look at okay that's possibly because you know this gene is being expressed and I'm homozygous for it. So I gotta, you know, I gotta take methylated B vitamins because that one is showing up or, you know, all these things. So totally a valid point. Um, I feel like we're going long, so I think we should end it here. Um, this was awesome guys. Why don't, why don't you so
0: fun? Yeah. Why don't you both go into just
1: (laughs) share where people can find out more about both of you and what you're working on. Um, so that obviously we'll put it in the show notes.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm at Santa Cruz Medicinals on Instagram. Our website is scmedicinals.com and we'll be launching this new product in a few days, possibly tomorrow, which is October 11th. And yeah, just uh, come say hi, DM us anytime and um, let's talk. Love it.
0: Love it.
3: Absolutely. And I'll just say ditto to that
2: because I'm super excited about the, the product. Um, I'm at Chef Brandon Allen on Instagram and you can also find me through YouTube and Twitch as well. I'm going to be doing a lot of recipes uh, with the new product, as well as with some of the other Santa Cruz products as well. Because you know, some people might want to just try CBD first and then yeah. work their way into it, or they—they, they, I would recommend try both. Try it by itself. Try it with uh, the CBG. Yeah. See how it affects you. Um, and you know, join our experiment of of getting better because that's what this is really. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you so much. This has
0: been so fun. And absolutely I can't wait Thank for
2: you. our audience to hear this. <laughs> Great. We'll we'll have another one for sure. Yes. And we'll see you
3: at KetoCon. That's yes. right.